Today on the show, I'm going to talk about how to become aware of and overcome habit patterns that are preventing you from achieving higher levels of success in your life, uh, whether this is economic, relationship, living situation, your personal life, all things that are holding you back and how to become aware of them. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Please rate and review it on iTunes. Share it with a friend. Help me get the word out to expand the reach of the program. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please make a donation. I rely on the generosity of your donations for this podcast. Typically, I travel around giving workshops and charging a fee for these workshops, but here I am bringing this content to you for free. All I ask is that you make a contribution. Uh, You can give me just the price of a yoga class and help support the podcast. Go to the storyofmepodcast.com and on the contact page, there's a donate button and make a contribution. Help support the program. And you can also go to the podcast website to submit your own questions for the program. Okay, so now let's get to it. Beautiful am I, bountiful am I. Blissful am I Why, Guru Beautiful am I Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where my guests and I share personal stories from our life and explore the psychological insights that were learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your understanding of your own psychological patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. For new listeners, my name is Amarjit Singh, and I am your host. For old listeners, welcome back. It's good to have everyone today. I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, I'm now in Berlin, continuing my travels. And I thought in the beginning of the episodes, I don't want to dedicate a lot of time to this, but I thought maybe I would dedicate just a couple minutes to the restrictions in each country that I go to and my feeling about how the country is reacting. And I used to live in Berlin. I lived in Berlin in an ashram for about three years, and I really like Germany. I like Hamburg. I've been uh, to many places in Germany, and I find the people very pleasant and, of course, very well run, typically. But I have to say that I am quite surprised at the reaction to COVID here. Now, Masks are still demanded in cafes, restaurants, and any store that you go into. The thing that even surprised me more than this is on Sunday, I went to an outdoor flea market where it was demanded that you wear a mask. Now, it's an outdoor flea market. There has not been one documented case of COVID being spread outdoors, and obediently, everyone was wearing a mask except for the people selling things, which was quite interesting. I find the Germans quite strict 
on this mask because I don't wear one, so I'm typically kicked out of places and I, I will not put one on, especially at an outdoor market. And how people here are really following these rules in a very strict way. Even outdoors, walking on the street, you see many people still wearing masks. Uh, it's it's crazy. And it's a little scary, given Germany's history. You think they would be more aware of the totalitarian tendencies of the country through the history. Now, the people in the government who instill this mask mandate, especially the one outdoors uh, at the flea market, have to know that there have not been any cases that are, have been spread outdoors. So why are they making you wear it? Because they know. They have the information. It's not hidden information. And I'm a little disappointed in the German people for tolerating this. And uh, again, I've been kicked out of many places because I refuse to participate. And not to mention, I've already had COVID. I can't spread it or get it. So anyway, that's my two cents about what's happening in Berlin. Uh, I think the, I hear about protests, but I haven't seen any since I've been here or heard about any. But I think there needs to be something done about this. Okay, so that's all I want to dedicate uh, towards that. And maybe every episode, because I think people find it interesting, the different countries and the reaction in these countries. But today on the show, what I really want to talk about is success. Now, the way I am defining success may be different than many people think about it. I'm not thinking about a dollar amount or, or anything like this. It could be economic success. It could be success in relationships. It could be success in your living situation, creating an environment that you feel is successful. Or your personal life. Do you have a personal life that you feel is thriving or do you feel stuck and so this is what I, I want to really talk about today is how to become aware of and overcome habit patterns that are preventing you from achieving higher levels of success. And again, you can define success uh, any way you like. It doesn't have to be what the ideal success is. For me, success is having a lifestyle that's free to move around and that I am able to express myself without resistance and to have healthy relationships with people in my life. There's one word that is very important when looking at success or looking at being stuck or looking at the situation in your life, and that is tolerate. And the question to ask yourself is, why am I tolerating this? And we'll come back to this in a second. But if we look at society, we look at people in the media, maybe an actor or a musician, and they become famous very fast and they wind up losing all their money or overdosing on drugs or really sabotaging their life. And we always look at this and wonder why that person was in every, was in the important movies, was a great actor. What is going on? What is happening with them? Why are they destroying their life? 
and this is an extreme case, but I, I think it's something that's easy to look at when we talk about extremes and then compare this to your life. And what happens is people get to a level of success and when it happens very fast, they get there and they don't feel they deserve it for some reason. Maybe it was trauma from their childhood. Maybe it was something that's going on in their life at the moment. But for some reason, they don't feel that they deserve the success, so they start to harm themselves, whether this is through uh, drugs or alcohol or food or whatever it may be, but they start to harm themselves to make their life situation equal to the way they feel. And this is what we all do to some level. We rise to the level of success that we feel we deserve. And this is why most people rise to the level of success of their parents, because this was their visual uh, representation of success, and they feel, I can get to where my parents were because this is how they grew up. And it's very difficult to get beyond this because they don't have this role model and they don't feel they deserve it. And we all do this at some level. And we can look at this in relationships. Many people have difficulty with relationships, with lots of drama in their relationships, or maybe a partner that they're not 100% satisfied with, yet they maintain the relationship and they continue the situation that they would not think is an ideal situation. And you may ask, you may ask them, well, why are you in this relationship? And they say, well, this partner is not great, but it's better than the last partner. Or, yeah, at least I have a relationship. And what they're really saying is, this is what I deserve. For good or bad, this is what I deserve because of how I feel about myself. And many people get stuck in this pattern. I, I counsel many people, and when we talk about their relationships, they're in relationships, some of them very hard relationships for many years, 10, 20 years, and they don't get out of it. And it's because they feel they deserve this punishment or this situation, or that's all they are worth, their value that they give themselves. And so you can see where I'm going with this theme of what are you tolerating and why do you value yourself this way? And we do this in such an unconscious way that it's very difficult at times to see this because our conscious mind makes excuses. Maybe we're looking for a job and we get a, a offer to interview for a job and we make excuses. Oh, this is too far. Or, yeah, there's something about it I don't like. But if we look deeper, we just realize that maybe you feel that you don't deserve this job or deserve this opportunity. And this is easy, again, to look at in relationships. If you're having a situation in your relationships that isn't 100% satisfactory or at least close to this for you, look at this situation and say, well, why am I tolerating this? And again, often it's because of traumas in our life or what we witnessed growing up. And so it's difficult to get out of our perspective of this to see it. And one way to do that is to 
pick a, a friend that has healthy relationships or someone that you know or even create a person in your mind that has healthy relationships. And now put them in your situation and ask yourself, would they tolerate what I am? And if the answer is no, then well, why am I tolerating it? What makes me less than them? And so this is one way to really evaluate your situation is, well, why am I tolerating this when other people would not? And I'm not saying that we need to compare ourselves to other people. Everyone has their own story. But it's a way to see someone with healthy relationships and try to emulate aspects of this. Because you see in abusive relationships, again, the extreme relationships where the woman is is being abused by the man and keeps going back after every abuse. And she says, oh, but I love him and he loves me. And what she is really saying is, this is what I deserve. It's sad to say, but this is what she feels she deserves. And it's either, again, because of childhood trauma, the way she grew up, her lifestyle, whatever it may be, but she doesn't value herself, and so she feels she deserves it at some level. And if you ask her, she won't tell you this because consciously she'll make excuses, but imagine someone that was very healthy in the first time the man became abusive, that girl would turn around and run away and say, I don't deserve this. I will not tolerate this. And so if you're in a relationship and the person is emotionally abusive or talking to you in, in a way that isn't satisfying for you or, or just that the connection is not there or the relationship is not fulfilling enough, say, well, why am I tolerating it? Don't I deserve better? But many people are afraid to take risks. They're afraid to let go of what they know, so they tolerate situations that are not healthy, that are not conducive to being authentic and expressing yourself and building connections. And also, it's a way to hide your own flaws in relationships when you're with someone who maybe is not healthy in the way they communicate or the way they relate to people. It helps you avoid your own flaws. And so we tolerate these situations. Now, when we look at this economically, it's a similar thing. I mean, how many people have difficulty going into their boss's office and asking for more money? They get nervous, they get, uh, they put it off, they do many things. Why? If you feel you deserve it, why should it be difficult to go in there and ask and say, okay, this is what I want And if you don't give it to me, it's okay. I'll find it somewhere else, but this is what I deserve. If you're having difficulty in the workplace asking for a raise or or when you're interviewing for a job demanding the money that you deserve, ask yourself, well, why is it so difficult? Because I've been around people who may not be as good professionally, but have no problem asking for what they feel they deserve at, a, at a, a level that is quite high. And the difference is just the way they look at themselves because they feel they deserve it and they won't tolerate less. And again, this word tolerate. Look at your life and say, why am I tolerating this situation? Why am I tolerating this in my life? And so you can do this economically. You can say, okay, I deserve a better job. 
But many people say, oh, the job market is not good. And yeah, it's okay. It's better than my last job. What they're really saying is, this is what I deserve. I don't care how bad the job market is. If you felt you deserve better, you would find it. Again, take an honest look at why you're in the situation. Imagine yourself deserving more. Because you do. You deserve to be fulfilled. You deserve to be rewarded. You deserve to be successful in everything you do. But you have to feel that you deserve it. Because otherwise the conscious mind starts to make excuses. Starts to get satisfied in just keeping things the way they are. And this also goes with your living situation. Maybe you have difficulty finding a, a peaceful living situation or a, a nice living environment where you feel comfortable and you feel secure. And you have to ask yourself, well, why? Why is this the trend in my life? Every time I wind up moving to places and not being able to find good roommates or to find a healthy living situation or to find something that is at a level that is nice, whatever nice means to you. Because it's not a coincidence, right? If you look at your history, there's something there that's saying, I don't deserve to have a living environment that is peaceful, that is nice, that is sufficient, that is comfortable. And so you have to adapt too much. It's okay to adapt while you're trying to figure things out and I'm not saying that you should have a five-star living environment, but there's many people who have difficulty finding this place to, to live, this environment, because of something that's going on with them about how they feel. And so they start to accept situations that are not going to last or that are not going to make that person feel comfortable at home or be safe whatever it may be, but why are you tolerating this? Again, after this word tolerate, so what would someone do who doesn't tolerate this? What would someone who's successful in this endeavor in their life do, and what is it different than what I'm doing? This is how you compare your habit patterns to people who are successful in whatever way that means to you, and try to emulate these patterns, not to, to emulate them exactly, but to emulate the intention behind this saying, okay, I'm only going to tolerate a place that is good and healthy for me to live, and I'm going to continue looking no matter what it takes to find it. But many people give up because they don't have this drive behind them whether this is professional or economic or in your relationships or your living environment, because you don't feel you deserve it. And so you wind up tolerating something that is just enough for you to feel okay. Everyone deserves to have a good life. There's nothing that says just because you're a yogi or just because you're into spiritual pursuits that you need to be poor. This is silly. Everything is a fair, should be a fair exchange, right? Money is just an energy. It's just a vibration, and everything you do should be a fair exchange. 
And as long as it is a fair exchange with the intentions of being equitable, there's nothing wrong with this. To have certain comforts in life, I'm not saying you have to have all the luxuries, but it's nice to have a comfortable life. You deserve it. And why should you not have it? And if you don't have a comfortable life, it's okay. Learn to be comfortable in any environment. And this is one thing that I've really am fortunate enough because of my lifestyle and living in different places. I, I mean, I've lived in the monasteries where you're in a monk's room and you just basically have a piece of wood with a maybe one-inch mattress and uh, maybe a desk. And you feel comfortable. You get used to it. But this is different than saying this is what I deserve because I'm there for a particular reason to, to learn how to live a particular lifestyle. But when you go into your life, you have to look at say, well, why am I not having the things that would make my life good to me? What is it that I'm tolerating? What is it that I'm accepting? And why am I accepting these things? And again, look at your life. Look at people who are financially successful and say, would they tolerate the things that I'm tolerating when it comes to my financial success or my economic success? And, and also with my relationships, am I tolerating things that other people don't tolerate in their relationships? Don't be scared to take risks. Don't be scared to let go of what you have to achieve something better. Because you deserve it, and you have to remind yourself of this. And this is what we call self-love. And self-love, as you heard in, in some of my other episodes, is not about trying to think about it or trying to feel it, but experiencing it. And experiencing self-love comes from the actions that represent love. Because every action that you take in your life is a representation of how you feel about yourself in that moment. And become conscious of this. It's very important to become conscious of this. How is this representing how I feel about myself? And then what you need to do is to resist the actions that are not representations of love and make actions that represent love towards yourself. The more you do that, the more you start to love yourself. And then that feeling changes. But it's not waiting for the feeling to change. It's the actions that dictate how you feel. Become conscious of these thoughts of why am I tolerating this? Why am I accepting this situation? Why don't I think I deserve better? And so this is what I suggest for your homework, is to look at all these aspects of your life and say, what would be the perfect type of relationship for me? What would be the perfect economic situation for me? What living environment would be what suits me the best? And then look at what you have and say, why did I accept this? Why am I in a job that maybe isn't perfect, but I, I think it's okay? 
Don't I deserve a job that is better than just okay? Don't I deserve a living environment that I can flourish in? What is the most important thing for me is self-expression. And in my life, I've put this above everything else. And anything that gets in the way of my self-expression, I figure out how to remove or how to unblock this aspect. Whatever is getting in the way of my authentic expression is removed. And this is how I uncover particular habit patterns. And so look at your life and say, well, what situation would I be really good at expressing myself in? What environment do I need to create to feel that I can express myself without limits, without resistance? And then look at what is resisting this aspect. What is resisting a healthy relationship? What is resisting my peaceful living environment? This is the homework is to look at this and evaluate your life and say, what am I tolerating and why don't I put myself higher than this? Why don't I believe that I deserve better than this? Because you need to believe you deserve it and then take the actions that represent this. This is how you become successful. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American-style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Make sure that you do your homework and uh, send me your feedback. Let me know what's going on with you in regards to this. What are you tolerating? How are you overcoming it? Let me know. I'd love to hear from you. Go to thestoryofmepodcast.com and on the contact page, you can even record a little uh, question or statement and I can play it on the air and respond to it. Again, please share the podcast. Help me get the word out and make a contribution to help support the program. Until the next time, from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. (laughs) 